Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Celtics don't need any luck taking on the Hawks tonight. We'll talk about it right here, right now, on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. And what a journey that was tonight. <laughs> a very up and down game and up and down uh, I don't mean that the Hawks run up at all. <laughs> it seemed like most of the game they were on the downside. But nevertheless, we're going to talk about it. Um, we're going to talk about what happened in tonight's uh, 126-101 to 101, uh, loss to the Boston Celtics. Uh, the Celtics are now winners of eight straight. And they showed Atlanta what a championship uh, contending team looks like. Um, yeah, it, it was just a thorough butt whipping. Um, Atlanta had pockets in like the second and then the third where they were kind of made a run, but uh, when it came down to it, Boston was just too tough on both sides of the ball. Um, going to give you my thoughts, going to go over the notes and news from the takeaways and all that jazz. Uh, like we normally do. But first things first, make sure you connect with us. Make sure you connect, 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 connect with us on our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are at Hawks Beat. That's how you find us. Just search the Hawks Beat wherever you go, wherever, wherever, wherever. And uh, you will find everything that we have going on. Also, we would love for you to subscribe to our podcast. Subscribe to the pod. That way, anytime we drop a pod, uh, even on the off days when there's no game, um, you will be alerted and uh, 
they'll let you know, hey, Ida dropped the pod. Go ahead and get that thing a listen. <laughs> so make sure you do that as well. And last but definitely not least, we need and we would love for you to drop us a five-star rating in our ratings bucket. Uh, it only takes about 30 seconds or so. So if you can go ahead and do that for us, we would greatly appreciate it. All right. Let's get into it, y'all. Let's wait no time. Let's waste no time. Um, we'll start from the beginning, man. Going into this game, the, the Celtics were, uh, they were short, man. I mean, they were short. Marcus Smart. Uh, Brogdon didn't play. Of course, Gallo's been out. And um, the Hawks had the same, you know, injury report that they've had all season, you know, with uh, just with Bogey burn out. Other than that, they were full strength. Nobody was even listed. Um so, you know, going into the game, you didn't really know what to expect. I think the line, uh, who was the line? I think the line was like either two or like four, I think, in favor of the Celtics. But a lot going on tonight at State Farm Arena for a Wednesday night. It was packed. I don't know if that was because young Jeezy was performing at halftime. <laughs> and uh, for what it's worth, I really enjoyed the performance. I mean, you only really get like five minutes of Jeezy. So he came out. Did some of his old stuff, and uh, I was with it. So, I mean, my man was in and out in five minutes. <laughs> so, uh, shout out to Jeezy, man. Shout out to Jeezy. If you like Jeezy, go ahead and check out that new album, man. It's pretty dope. All right. So, on the basketball front, on the basketball front, um, just some questions that I had going into tonight's game, and I'll read those to you. Uh, my first question was, how does Atlanta answer the call during a high-profile game. Now, listen, you had the big dogs out tonight. This wasn't a Bally game. This was an ESPN game. This was a game with Doris Burke. And um, forget the other guy that does it because, really, it's all about Doris Burke. Man, that's my girl. Doris Burke was in the building, ESPN, primetime. And it was a chance to show the national audience what you are capable of. Now, I know these guys are just like, yo, you know, it's another game. But listen, it, it was a national audience, and you laid an egg. You laid an egg tonight. So um, how does Atlanta answer the call? My second question was, was how will they defend Tatum? And going into the tonight, Tatum was averaging over 30 points. You know, he was he was on a tear. And for what I for, – for all intents and purposes, I thought they did a pretty good job on Tatum tonight. Um, notwithstanding, everyone else killed you. But Taylor and Jalen Brown, they neither one of them got to 20 points. Uh, Tatum is, is a unique player. I think one of the aspects in Tatum's game that needs to improve is his shot selection. Like, he takes a lot of difficult shots. Um, I guess that's just part of his game. But, you know, at the end of the day, he is a baller. And uh, you got to respect him. You got to respect Jalen uh, Brown. For what it's worth, I thought that they did a good job on Tatum. Tatum was 6 of 19, 19 points. Uh, my bad. Jalen Brown did have tw- over 20 points. He had 22. But still, that's like below his average. But it was just everybody else that killed you. My God. Sam Hauser, Luke Cornett, uh, Peyton Pritchard. Like, all of those guys killed you tonight. And... I don't know. It, it it just wasn't a, it wasn't a good look, man. Like from the tip, it just wasn't a good look. Um, so those were kind of the questions. I, oh, I had one more. I'm sorry. Um, the last question I had: Hawks have the size advantage. Um, going to be looking at the paint statistics. 
I didn't think the Hawks utilized this at all. Um, I don't think they utilized it at all. Um, the Hawks did win the points in the paint battle, 58-50. to 50, But Clint Capella, 7 points. John Collins, 12 points. A game like this, I mean, the Celtics don't even really got no power forward. They got Grant Williams playing power forward. He's like 6'6". Six, six. Like, he's 6'6". Six, six. John, John Collins, 6'10". You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we doing? Like, here, here's my problem. And, and let, we, we're going to go ahead and start with the problems. Here's my problem. Um, yes, I understand you're not making threes. And after the game, Nate's like, look, man, if you got a three, you got to take it. And I understand that. However, it just seems to be in this day and age that there is never a option B. It's always just an option A. Either we make it or we miss it. Oh, it's a make or miss league. Hell yeah, it's a make or miss league. But guess what? If you missing threes, take your ass down there in the paint and get closer. Put some pressure on the rim. Like, that's the thing. In Milwaukee, I thought that it was such a good game because they were putting pressure on the rim. Everybody. Dejounte, Trey, DeAndre, John, everyone's going to the hoop, putting pressure on the rim. So if you shoot 30%, doesn't even matter that much. I didn't think they put any pressure on the rim tonight. They just sat up and just yoked them threes. I didn't, I didn't like uh, a lot of, I, I just felt like they settled a lot with their, their shots. Now, in the same breath, Boston is a top five defensive team. They may even be top three. Like, as far as defense is concerned. After the game, uh, Nate was just talking about, I asked him about, you know, you kind of dug a hole, you know, in the first quarter. Were you okay with the shots? He wouldn't. He really didn't even address the shots. He was just like, yeah. He was like, thing about it is they were so hot. It was like the shots that you get and you can't, you don't get no easy buckets because every time you're taking the ball underneath the net. Everybody taking, so you're giving them a chance to set up their defense. Um I should have that clip later on in the second segment, but that's pretty much what he said, and he's absolutely right. You're not getting no easy shots, and you're giving a very good defensive team an opportunity to dig in. They did exactly what the Hawks wanted to do, and that is set a tone defensively. And they did that from jump. They did it from jump. And um, the Hawks <laughs> the Hawks took 101 shots tonight. 101, and Boston took 88. They took 101 shots. Boston took 88, and Boston won by 25. <laughs> that, is, that is wild. And you guys know, like, my show is not even a stats show. Like, I'm not even, I'm not going to stat you to death. Like, y'all know, like, I ain't, I'm not that dude. I'm not that show, you know. You will listen to another show that's not that show, but I'm not that show. 101 shots, and you lost by 25. Shot 21% from three, 41% from the field. And uh, that's just not good enough. That's just not good enough. But let's go back to these notes, man. I thought out the gate, both teams had a lot of energy. You know, ESPN's in the building. You know, at full house. You know, I thought it was good, you know. Uh, but it didn't take long for them to separate themselves, you know. Holiday and Okongu were first subs in the game. And I thought to myself, Okongu might eat in this game because Boston's bigs don't really strike me as physical, right? Like, they don't strike me as physical. You got Al Horford, who is 176 years old, right? 
He's 176. He might even be 177. Why y'all can't go at Al? You know what I'm saying? Why y'all can't try to get John Collins on the post up? Why y'all can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, I, didn't, I don't understand, like, why they didn't take advantage of that physicality. Like, Okongo is a physical dude. Yeah, he's not an offensive guru or nothing like that. But, I mean, you got some bigs that can eat, you know? Um, A.J. Griffin checked in. Uh, the first, uh, like I think, five seventeen mark for Herder. So, uh, Hawks ran a lineup of DJ Murray, AJ, uh, JC, and Okongwu. Um, this is the first and only time I listed a lineup in my notes because it really didn't matter. It really didn't matter what lineup the Hawks threw out there. Hawks weren't going to score, and they weren't going to get consecutive stops. It doesn't matter what lineup they threw out there. Um, and Tatum, here's the thing. Here, here is a creepy, a creepy, a creepy stat. Like in the beginning, like the first quarter. And this is just my notes. Tatum was 0 for 4, and Boston was up by nine, like early, like early. Um, at the end of the quarter, the Hawks had 18 points on 26 possessions. That's wild. That is wild. I wrote in my notes, Hawks are settling for shots. I just said that, and I put that in my notes. Hawks are settling for shots. Um, no pressure on the rim. And I had a question that I was going to ask Nate after the game, and I did ask him, were you okay with the shots that you were taking in the first? I'll let you all play that. I'll play that sound um, in, the second, in the second half. But, yeah, it, it, it's not hard to do the math here. I thought the second quarter, they kind of made a little bit of a run. They they pushed back a little bit. I thought DJ w- was kind of doing his best to keep the Hawks in it. Um, Hunter hits a big three. They're going down by six. Then uh, next thing you know, what <laughs> they're down by six. Okay, maybe they got something. Next time down the court, they gave up a three to Williams. Never mind. I, I wrote this in my notes. I said, never mind. Lead back to ten. <laughs> back to six, back to nine. Like this game is drunk. That's what I wrote in my notes. This game is drunk. So second quarter you had a lot of back and forth. I thought out of the quarters it was probably the Hawks' best quarter. I mean they put up thirty five points. But I mean you dug yourself a nice little hole in that first quarter. Um you dug yourself a nice little hole. Hawks Hawks win the quarter thirty five to thirty two but unfortunately, I was the only quarter they would win for the night. Only quarter they would win for the night. Third quarter. And it's funny, like I'm watching the game. I'm looking at my notes. I'm, I'm taking less and less notes <laughs> for the night. Uh, they cut the lead to seven. And then before you know it, a blink of an eye, it goes up to 14. And I was just like, look, it's been a roller coaster all night. I, I, I put a question in my notes. And I, I write myself questions because it just tells me what I'm thinking during the game. Will the Hawks make a defensive stand? Um, John Collins getting involved a little bit in that third quarter. Hawks trading buckets. But it really didn't matter. It really didn't matter. And then a, a quarter that's usually pretty good for the Hawks was not pretty good for the Hawks. Uh, that third quarter, let me pull up my third quarter stats. The third quarter, the Hawks lose that quarter by 10 points. So you dug yourself a hole in the first quarter. You 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 try to climb out of it a little bit in the second, but the third you went right back to it. Um, Trey Young had 12 points in that quarter, um, but it just wasn't enough to jumpstart this team. You only scored 25 points on 29. Sh- I mean, you had 25 points on 29 shots, three of 10 from the field. You're not making no threes. You're not getting no stops. 
And there wasn't even one guy that was killing y'all. Sam Hauser, Luke Cornett, uh, Grant Williams. Like everybody was just chipping in. Like everybody was giving y'all some. It didn't, it didn't, it did not matter. It did not matter. And it was just kind of more of the same. By the time the fourth quarter came out, like, yo, man, when are we going to see the scrubs? Like, that's what I told my guy Maceo. Shout out to Maceo. I'm like, yo, man, when are we going to see the scrubs? You know? Fourth quarter, uh, Hawks won that quarter. Uh, the Celtics won that quarter 30 to 18. But a lot of that w- was trash time. Like, the last five minutes was trash time, man. Like, you know, and nobody did anything in that fourth quarter. It was just kind of academic by then. Uh, Hawks put up six threes in that quarter, and they missed all six of them. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it was just—it was just a very bad loss. There was a lot of Celtics fans in the building. Uh, you know, it was just a bad vibe tonight, right? It was a bad vibe. And I'll say this, and and um, this is—I don't want to blow my, um, you know, my 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 takeaways, and I, I want to give that to you after our commercial break, but. Um, you had an opportunity to really put on for a national audience, and you didn't. However, if you're looking for the perspective, I'll give you this. Last game, folks were really excited. Oh, we beat the Bucks twice, even though they were kind of shorthanded. Um, you beat the Bucks twice, and you're excited. And then the next game, you're not excited. So you have to realize there's 82 of these things, right? This is a loss. You lost to a very, very good team. This just lets you know like where you are. Like you're not there yet, right? Like you just not there. I'll talk about it a little bit more in my in my 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 final takeaways, but you just not there yet. Not right now. But it's still early. It's still very early. That being said, I'm gonna take a quick break. Throw my commercials in here on the other side. Um, I'll see if I can get some sound from tonight's press conference, and I'll give you some takeaways, and maybe we'll we'll get into a little fan feedback. You listen to the Hawksbeat podcast. It's your man E Dub. We'll be right back. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. All right, folks, welcome back to the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man E-Dub talking a little Atlanta Hawks basketball. Um, caught that L tonight against the Boston Celtics. It's all right. You know, the sun going to shine. Hawks going to get another chance on it on Saturday night versus the um, Toronto Raptors. But um, got a little sound from tonight. Uh, here's Nate's opening statement. And so let's listen to a little bit about what Nate had to say about tonight's game. A team they showed why they were in the finals last year. You know, that team is on another mission uh, this year to, I think, to go back. Uh, they're a really good team. Uh, we know, we knew that they were a team that was averaging 15 threes. And, uh, you know, they shut the lights up again tonight. You know, some of those uh, were open looks, but some of those were contested. And, uh, you know, the, the bench came in and uh, gave them a, a big boost. And we just uh, never really established our defense that we could get uh, consecutive stops. So that's Nate just, you know, giving credit where credit is due. And I'll give Nate credit. Um, He always talks about establishing their defense. And a lot of times the 
the game will just come down to whether the Hawks were able to do that or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really comes down to, look, they're going to score some points. But can you stop uh, the other team from scoring consistently? Um, here's another. Here's a question that I had for Nate after the game. I asked him what he thought about his Hawks, um, the first quarter shots that they were getting. Um, here's Nate again. Shots. Coach, they really came out firing in that first quarter. Were you okay with the shots that you were getting early on? Well, we were playing out there, you know, so we weren't stopping them. And it's difficult to uh, run uh, or do anything when the defense is set. You know, they have one of the top uh, defenses in the league. And uh, we were playing out the net. You know, they were scoring. Um, you know, that first quarter was a 30-point quarter. Uh, so every time we came down, we got nothing easy. Uh, and the open looks that we did get, uh, as I can recall, we didn't knock down those shots. And I think, you know, guys tend to get frustrated when they don't see that ball uh, going in the net. Uh, but, you know, we, you got to get some stops so you can get, get something. I'll stop him there. And that's, I mean, again, he talks about the offense, but. He brought it right back to the defense. Like you got to get stops. You got to get stops. They just they just didn't get no stops. You know, um, they're not shooting the ball well from three. Um, it's just a lot going on right now. Um, I got one more sound clip I want to play for you guys. This one's from Trey. Here's a little bit about what he had to say uh, after tonight's game. Uh, I mean, it's tough. I mean, when you only hit seven and they hit twenty-one of them, that's a lot of points you got to make up for. So. Uh, I mean, you got to give them credit. They're, they're knocking out a lot of threes, but that's what they do. So um, we have a big emphasis on not letting teams into the paint as much. And um, a team like this, I mean, we got to make more of an adjustment to, to probably get out to shooters and get out to threes because that's what they do. They average 18 a game. So getting 21, that's, that's running out a little bit more. So uh, we didn't do a good job of uh, getting to the shooters tonight. And there you have it. Um, yeah, it was a lot of the same, a lot of the same. Um, <laughs> I asked, uh, what did some of you guys think about tonight's game? I had one guy just say gross. <laughs> he just said gross. Uh, another guy said, if our shots aren't falling, our defensive effort drops off. We need bogey back. And damn, I miss Red Velvet. Shout out to Red Velvet, man. Kevin Herter is playing some really good basketball. And I could not be happier for the kid. He is, he, he looks, you know, he's got the little headband thing going on. And, uh, yeah, man, he just looks really good, man. So shout out to Kev. He should be in the building. Um, next week, I think next week, Wednesday, uh, Sacramento comes to town. So um, should be a fun one there. As far as takeaways from tonight's game, again, I said this before. Um, you got to have perspective. You got to have perspective just as happy as you were when you beat Milwaukee. You got to understand you're going to lose some too. Um, I will say this. I don't mind the loss, but I just didn't like the effort, right? Like I don't mind the loss, but I just didn't like the effort. I thought that like, yeah, if you're going to, you're on national TV, man, like they down a couple of bodies, I just didn't, I thought I thought the effort should have been better. I thought the effort should have been better. Like I saw a couple of guys, little lady was kind of shucking and jiving when it came to running out on the chasing them off that three point line. You know they do the little fake jump, 
you know, jumping guys out of position, you know, pretending they're running out to the three-point line. They throw a little pump fake, and the guy just goes flying. Like, now, why do y'all do that? Why do y'all do that? Like, how about you just run out there with your hand up, run out there with control, fast, but a control, instead of jumping out of the way, you're jumping out of position. Like, they taught you, that they teach you that in JV basketball. Like, I don't know. It is. I'm not going to get on my defensive diatribe because y'all know I'm a very old man-ish, and, and I can go there. I'll go there with, with the old man mentality, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, I said, look, Boston looked like a championship team after 15 games. <laughs> they looked like a championship team, man. And, I mean, again, you just got to credit them. Um, they looked really good, really good at 12 and three. And this was their eighth win in a row. This was their eighth win in a row. So this, this team, they hadn't just, you know, come in here and just started playing good. This team came in here hot and, and the Hawks ran into a bus. saw. it didn't matter whether they home or whether away, no mugs ran into a bus. saw. so that's just kind of what it is, man. 126 to 101. Next up for the Hawks, they have a few days off, which I think will probably do them some well, uh, do them some good. I mean, um, they take on uh, the see Hawks and Raptors on Saturday, and then after that, they have I think it's, it's the next game on Wednesday. No, they go up to Cleveland on Monday, and then they're back home Wednesday versus Kevin Herter and the Sacramento Kings. So that is their next three games, kind of spaced out a little bit. Maybe they can, uh, you know, get some practice time in and maybe figure some things out and uh, get back on the winning streak. In the totality, in the grand scheme of things, they're still uh, still 9-6, man. So, you know, they're still in pretty good shape for a beginning of the season. So, you know, all is not lost. You know, it's it's lost. It's, 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 it happens. You're gonna, they're going to lose again, I promise you. <laughs> they're going to lose again. They're going to win again. They're going to lose again. But, um that's what it was, man. 126 to 101. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to put a bow on this episode. Thank you so much for checking us out. Uh, remember to subscribe to the pod, drop us five stars, and follow us on all of our social media platforms. Um, like we always say, man, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. If you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Oh. Shout out to my guy, DJ Yogi, man. Found him, uh, met him at the game tonight. What up, my guy? Y'all be good. Peace and love. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.